Hello, folks. Welcome once again to Mental Health Matters on WPBM 1037, The Voice of Asheville. I'm your host, Todd Weatherly, mental health expert and treatment consultant. And with me is another wonderful, fantastic, incredible behavioral health expert, treatment consultant, coach, author, speaker, trainer, consult. I mean, I don't know what she doesn't do, but she, I, she is also a person who um, I love dearly and think a tremendous amount of and have a ton of fun talking to Dr. Katie Parker, also the founder of the Front Porch Social Club, a treatment program for men suffering from addictions, eventually a women's program, but not yet, where she's working on all the pieces and using animal-assisted uh therapeutics you know we want we'll call it therapy is it okay for us to call it therapy i mean i think the animals they don't have therapeutic licenses but they are definitely doing something that you didn't know they were doing that's yes they um, are i would call them Katie parker welcome to the show thank you so much oh my god <laughs> seeing your face makes me beyond happy so oh thank me too you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so, you know, you and I have already been chatting for a little while. We could, we could just insert bits. We can insert the last 45 minutes we've been talking into the show. Um, but, you know, the the I think the thing that we were just talking about is is the thing I'd love for us to just we'll, we'll probably stay there for a while and then get distracted and go somewhere else. Um, we're, we're kind of a living Rorschach. <laughs> of our inner psyche. Uh, and, and that is, we were referencing the matrix and we were talking about how, you know, you, you start off in life and you you do things uh, and you thought you knew why you did them. You know, well, I, because I am talented in these things and I'm interested in these things and this is why I did this and this is this is the outcome I was going for and yay me. Um and then you get to the end of that or you get in the middle of it. You're like, holy crap, I've been doing this for a reason. One, I was completely unaware of. And now I'm also uncertain as to whether or not that reason was good enough to keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> holy cow. I have like had the wool over my eyes. Right. Um, I've been, you know, trying to I've been trying to satisfy the the whims and desires of a particular parent or reconcile it you know, an experience, traumatic experience I had in my life, or, you know, here's this information now that I've gone down this road already, that's become available to me. What the hell do I do about that now? Yeah. And you and I share a little bit of this process. And I think that that leads you to be a person who can do effective treatment with people. What is it that, you know, like, how do you bring that to your work? You know, it's interesting because I th I feel like I naturally go down the road of, well, we already know you decided to do X, Y, and Z. Let's look back and figure out what in the heck led you down that road. Because so often, and especially with substance use, right? The relapse didn't just happen. Right. It was a long time before that it was sort of set in motion by unconscious, unaware things that we didn't pick up along the way. And next thing you know, we found ourselves in a liquor store and didn't know how we got there, right? It's a common story. I don't know how I ended up at the bar stool suddenly ordering a beer. I have no clue how that happened. Like, there was no plan. 
right? That's a lie. I didn't plan thanks to for do telling that. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Th- thanks for that version of whatever that was. Um, but right. I think that that's, you know, kind of like what we were talking about. Like the decision's already been made. Now we're going to try to figure out why we made the decision. And to your point earlier, when we were talking about education and all the roads we've gone down and why we suddenly woke up and realized why we had gone down those roads, how different it looks. And to your point, I think many, many clinicians, at least that I know, get to a point where the wool gets lifted and they go, why, why am I really doing what I'm doing? Like, what is the point? And I think when we reach that line of inquiry and we reach a decision for ourselves, that's when we can blossom as clinicians and be, I think, extra effective in what we do, because then we ha- we know really why we're doing it. Like our own internal motivation shows up in a way that it's been either, you know, pushed to the side or ignored up until that point of our lives. And without that, I don't know how effective we can really be with another human being trying to figure out what their motivation is. Because really, that's what this whole thing's about, right? Yeah. If you can't figure out your own motivation, how are you going to help somebody else figure out theirs? And everything's about motivation. Do I want to do something or do I not? Right. And how am I going to behave in response to that decision? That's right. Do I even know why I made the decision? Have I spent any time thinking about that or feeling it out? Actually, thinking is useless. Well, you also referenced inquiry. I think sometimes it's like, have I asked myself the right question? Yes. Yes. And most of the time, the answer is no, (laughs) I would say. Yeah. If you're asking that question. The chances you're going to answer your question is <laughs> right. It's like the, the ask is the answer, right? If you're asking your the psy- question, that's your psyche throwing wrenches at you, going, "Hey, we're down here. <laughs> we're screaming, and you don't hear us." <laughs> Waving their hands around, hello. Yeah. I actually, I think that that's you know. Um, it's funny to say it that way, but I, I believe that the psyche does not scream. Mm. I believe that the like your truth, if it's screaming, it's not your truth. Right. Like it, it, it can be powerful and it might even be loud at times. You know, if you're especially I, in, in my experience, if you're faced with a decision And you start going in a direction that's really not in support of what you actually want to do. And just your body's like, Uh you know, um, and your body's running in the other direction. (laughs) And you keep trying to forge forward. It's like, (laughs) and it's like, well, first of all, you're not listening to any of your internals. You need to stop doing this and turn the hell around. You know, um, I don't know about you, but the internal voice is very quiet, right? Exactly. It's I very feel like quiet. It's a whisper. You know, it's to you you may get the information that's like you 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 need to be doing something different, but the the real information is actually very quiet. It's very subtle. You have to get still and quiet yourself to hear it. Yes. It's not gonna yell at you. It's like we'll be over here anytime you're ready yeah. to listen. Yeah, when um, when you're ready to simmer down, we're, we'll be over here. We'll be over here. 
we're all we're always here by the right. way we we don't leave you just can't and hear us like, pass your own bs <laughs> right <laughs> and and the other part is is like sometimes sometimes you have to you know i, I think part of this process of i well you know we're we're not in a society largely that helps us from a very young age listen to this part of ourselves you know we, no, we it's actually it. the opposite we or trust it we we're as children we we start off there and then we get taught a bunch of things that 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 cause us to you know go deaf to it for a while and hopefully hopefully you come back around so part of that process of coming back around is kind of being away for it or feeling separate from it or not hearing it it's like and then and then you get this tiny experience of hearing it's like wait a minute wait wait and there's a contrast so you know the difference between the two and and you can lock into one going oh okay ah right now i can hear this 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 inner voice telling me to do this or that. And um, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of books and a ton of people who talked about this topic, being able to hear what's true for you resonates for you so that you can move in your life in a way that feels, you know, fulfilling and rewarding and everything else. But some of that voice is also going to tell you information you may or may not have wanted to hear. Right. That's right. (laughs) Oftentimes, that's information that's like, wait, what? Right? No, that, that couldn't possibly be true. Right. <laughs> what, right. are you, what are like, you talking about? No. Right. Like two years into my doctorate, I was like, oh, I get it. I'm trying to impress my dead dad. That's what this whole thing was about. It wasn't that the doctorate was about me. It was totally about my dad. Two years into it, as I said to you before, I could have saved a lot of time and money had I realized what I was trying to achieve, which was and you know, my dad. <laughs> and disillusionment is a real SOB, I have to say. <laughs> Isn't it? It cost me a lot of money. <laughs> a lot. I hope my dead dad's impressed with the death. Well, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Let, let, let's, Dr. Parker, if we may. Let's <laughs> sure. Let's talk about that a little. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> Did you, you know, a, and this is my question: like, does disillusionment? You know, you 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 get two years into your doctorate, and then you may have this realization: you know, I, I wasn't doing it for me; I was doing it for my for my dead dad. You know, I was doing it to depress my dead dad, right? But is is the outcome of it like part of the realization came as a result of doing something that was that bore the contrast that I was talking about earlier like you 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 ended up being able to listen to the inner voice and you got some information you weren't aware of and you didn't exactly like hearing but did it cause you to dismiss the worth of finishing the doctorate and becoming the great and wonderful person who you are now and like doing the work that you're doing like that was all part of how you became you know the you know this this embraced version of you now um so was it a trick and was it something that you shouldn't have done or 
you did it. You did it for a particular reason that wasn't the actual reason. You went through disillusionment about getting true information, and yet you still followed the path. Right. You know, like, tell me about that. So that's funny because as you were asking, you know, kind of walking me down the the road of your line of inquiry, where I ended up was all kinds of places that I was like, well, interesting. Well, in reality, if I look back at my life, I wanted to be in psychology from early on. I just don't think I knew what it, not necessarily what it was called, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted out of that, right? I knew kind of the domain I was interested in. I don't think I knew why. Like, for example, I used to, when I was a kid, I I grew up in Los Angeles and I would follow people around who were clearly talking to themselves. They were fascinating to me. I was not afraid of them. Um, I used to think, oh, they just see and think things and know things that I don't, right, that I'm not privy to. In my mind as a kid, this is what I imagined was happening internally. And then lo and behold, years later, I'm in school and who had the same thought? Carl Jung, right? Exact same thought. These are the, you know, the um, psychotic schizophrenic patient is no different than the shaman. They do this internal dive. Only the shaman comes back out and the schizophrenic gets lost in the water and doesn't know how to come back out with the gold. The gold and the quest is no different right? The internal exploration is no different. What they can come back out with is different. So much like when I suddenly came to the conclusion that I had done all this to impress my dad, dad, all that was, was a stepping stone to go backwards and realize I wanted to do this from a very young age. I didn't know what it was I wanted to do. I couldn't, I didn't have languaging for it yet. Mm -hmm. So the realization of my dad being an impetus for what I was doing in the current day, right? The doctoral program was simply a stepping stone to go back in time to actually, I wanted to do this since I was really little. I didn't have words for it. Now, did the, you know, the latter, you know, impress the dad, I, I I think a lot of us carry impress the dad or mom or parental unit in that sure. we we got a commonality in the human experience there. Um, gain acceptance from does that in your mind in your view and um, I have a I have a thought about this of course but is that the like you get to something that's big and you're going to go do it. And and it's scary, and you're not sure you can do it. Um, but I've got to do the, I've got to do this because I've got to impress Dad, right? And mm-hmm. it's got that's got enough power in it mm-hmm. to punch you through jumping into the experience. Whereas the perhaps the subtle oh I've always wanted to do this right. piece was not was not enough to punch you through some of the fear and everything else. So you had in dad and, and that can get you through was, was the, was the, the young, very young core self 
that always knew what it wanted to do and was, you know, was it, did it play the trick? Did it, it's like, well, maybe I'm not enough, but we'll throw a little dad into this and that'll get it going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Actually. Um, if I were to venture, I guess, if we're, if we're the walking, like sort of living organisms that I think we are with this deep, very, um, very deep pool. Like, I don't think there's a bottom to the pool internally, right? Very, like our yeah. unconscious material is just a wide, vast, dark, interesting, composite of things. I, If I were to venture, I guess, stepping stones are exactly that, right? They're your unconscious, sort of subconscious, deep, internal knowing person, self, that throw something out to go, here's a stepping stone for you to either walk forward, backward, to the side, to wherever you need to, to realize really what this is about, to get you where you need to go, to be able to then go backwards and go, oh, actually, this has always been here. Again, you already took the pill. You already made the choice. Now we're just going to walk back to figure out why and how we got here. Throwing you a rung. Right. You know. As you, you you know, because it's got to, I say it's got to for people, some people it does not, but in order to take effect, you've got to land it in the real world. You've got to climb out of the esoteric uh, and and do things, make choices and behave in a certain way, right? Accomplish stuff. (laughs) And, you know, that'll... uh, Just do stuff. And then when you're done doing... Do more stuff because we like and, people who do stuff. We right. And that. some of that stuff sucks. Yes. Most of it does. <laughs> right. You know, you're like, uh, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, of course. And, you know, archetypes and young and I mean, the whole nine yards is 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 just wonderful to me. Um, and as a you know, deep personal, I have a deep personal connection to all that stuff. Um, and you know, the, the whole, like giving yourself something to grab hold of, yes, like an archetype, like an, you know, these rungs and actually come out into the world and translate it to action. And it's, you know, you get the other side of it. It's the hero's journey, right? It's like, I don't know if anybody read the Iliad. Yes. Um, but I can tell you, it looks like the hero's journey sucks. <laughs> you know, I will say there's a lot of really sucky parts of the hero's journey, right? No. Like, let's understand just Star Wars. He doesn't willingly go on a quest. His shit got burned down. He gets murdered and, and he gets taken off of his planet. I mean, right? Well, let, let's really look at how the journey began. He lost everything, right. everything he knew, any sense of stability, family, kinship. Like he lost everything. He was forced to leave intervention. He was forced to go on the journey. He was forced yeah. out. Yeah. Um, e- egoic death imposed. Imposed. There was no option. Your shit's destroyed. You got to go. You you can believe this or not. You can believe it or not. 
but we're going here. And, you know, that happens repeatedly for Luke. Like, he goes out, Hoth, he's out on the Tauntaun, and, you know, like, things look bad. Really bad. He's going to die right here. And, you know, the vision that he gets is Obi-Wan's like, yeah, you're going to go to the, you're going to go to Dagobah, actually. That's just, you know, it's like, like just a straight laced. Like, just get quiet enough and you'll know hear you think my you're voice. Gonna, right. right. I know you think you're going to die, but actually you're going to, you're going to go gonna. complete the rest of your training over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it's like, you know, and then the safe shows quiet. up. I think he had to get quiet enough to hear that. Oh, actually, you're you're not going to die. You'll be fine. But you have to go over yeah. here now, right? Right. We like, had to. I we had to. Those are the we like. Had to the cool you people. off enough to make so you could listen to this. This is right. You have to almost die to shut up, right? You have to almost die to get quiet enough to hear you're going to live. Just stop and go over stop. here now, right? Like just stop. Almost like stop the fretting, stop the worrying, stop the stress, stop the anxiety that it's not going right, right? It pushes right. you to your mortality, right? To be able to look at yourself and go, oh, I actually already know what I'm supposed to do. I know yeah. I'm supposed to go here now, right? Which was actually how I ended up here now in Savannah. This was a total gut, like, inner voice just you gotta go <laughs> right just well, you I'm gotta go. frankly glad that you're closer to me now so me too i can drive to you now that's i can a- i can drive to you now as opposed to you know i mean i could have driven to you from before but that's quite the commitment to get to california from the east coast i mean so. it was quite a commitment to put you know six animals and a teenage daughter in the car and drive across country for a, a, a mission that was speaking inside me that I forced everybody else to follow. <laughs> yes, you're you're powerful that way. I know that you are. <laughs> or I'm really good at coercing people. I don't know. One of the two. You know, one of the, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever gets you there. You know. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. Well, I, you know the. I think that going back to the question, which is, you know, how does this how does this translate in your work? I think that, you know, and as we have our conversation, I've got some conversations I'm going to have with clients later on where I'm going to be pulling from today's show, reminding myself that, you know, this is this is this is what's true. This is the core of what's true for the human experience. And, you know, there's a there's a depth to things. Um surrender isn't giving up but it's also going to be uncomfortable if letting go is something you're not practiced at doing mm-hmm. um and and death is not you know it doesn't mean you have to like almost physically die though there are certainly experiences you can engage in which look like that um but it could be something where you just your emotions are maxed out to the you know like i can't handle this anymore those are the aha moments those are the times when that voice gets an opportunity. Like when you stop having answers, maybe you can start to listen. Um, I heard something the other day that I thought was just, it was awesome. It's like, um, there's, there's nothing stupider than, than a person who's already decided. Mm. And I'm like, wow. Yes. That's just profound. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
And it's accurate, right? It's accurate. It's bang on. It doesn't bang feel on. good, but it's really bang on. You're like, well, <laughs> stupid. You're like, what do you mean, stupid? Like, I've decided yeah. things. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're like, well, should I decide things all the time? Like, what does that you're, make me, right? Right. Like, Your ego like, starts to like, we get screaming. It's like, wait a minute, hold <laughs> on. We've decided things all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> then they're like, no, but I can explain. I can explain why I do that. <laughs> right? There's a justified reason why I'm deciding all the time. Right. No, I'm not calling you stupid, but. <laughs> That's right. Dot, 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 dot. Right. 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 <clears throat> No, Think so about good. that, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, no one's there. Does it actually make it? I mean, it's one of those that makes you right. it just hammers you, it hammers you stopped in a point and you're like, oh, dang it. Now I have to think. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, Katie, I have, uh, this is not enough time for us to talk. <laughs> Um, I think I that think we could do the show. I don't think there is such a thing. Is there That's such true. a thing? That's true. Right? I, I mean, it, it doesn't take us, I mean, we could not talk to each other for years, and as the pandemic has done to a lot of us, and come right back to where we always have been I with mean, each other. Right? Which I love. I feel like we doubled down. It was good. We're like, oh, oh we yeah, totally I doubled down. with this, mm-hmm. and we like, now, just do this. Yeah. Now we're now it's on. It's now really it's on. On. <laughs> on. Um, uh, well, thank you for being a guest on the show today. Um, it's been great to have you and great to see you. This is Mill Health Matters on WPBM 1037, the voice of Asheville. We look forward to being with you next time. A champion.